0: beauty business babe my name is Kelly Callahan I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed since then I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. You guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. This is your girl, Kelly Callahan. I'm so excited to have our next guest on. I wanted to do a quick introduction because I just love her and respect her so much. I have been trying to get this woman on my damn podcast for so long, and I know that you guys are going to absolutely love her. Her name is Cherie Silva, and she is actually the master educator at Spray Tan Class. She is also the owner of Mint Tans. Sheree went to UCSD, UC San Diego, and she has a bachelor's in biological anthropology with an emphasis in human biology and behavior and a minor in general biology. So if that doesn't tell you that she is an intelligent woman, I don't know what will. She has been such a light in my life, and I just want to take a moment to really just send so much gratitude and thanks to Sheree. For everything that she's done, not only for me, but for our students at Sprayton Class and anybody that she's touched throughout her journey as an entrepreneur. If you guys know Sherry personally, she is just such a lovable person. She's so nice, authentic, sweet, smart, and she's so giving. If you guys don't know her, you guys have to get on your phone right now, head on over to mint underscore tans on Instagram and make sure you follow her and let her know that you heard this episode. So we are going to dive into some secret tips for you guys so you guys can know and be educated in the world of sunless. I love you guys so much and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. My name is Kelly Callahan, and I'm here with Miss Cherie Silva. She is our master trainer at Sprayton Class, and she is also the owner of Mint Tans and Mint Bronze and Beauty. Welcome, Cherie.
1: Hi, so good to see you.
0: Good to see you, too. We've been on the phone for like, or on Zoom anyway, for like two hours. (laughs) because we had to catch up. And then also we just recorded this almost entire episode and it wasn't recording. So I see the recording button now. You're And on I it. heard the recording start. Yes. yes. Okay. So two verifications that this is actually going to work today yeah. for us. <laughs> for those of you guys who don't know Cherie, Cherie, can you give them a little bit of insight on what you do, who you are, all of that good stuff?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, so my name is Cherie, and I own Mint Bronze and Beauty, better known as Mint Tans. I'm also a trainer with Spray 10 Class, and I've been doing that since 2018. I love it. It's my favorite. I get to watch all of these women grow. And it's just, it's so amazing. It's not even work, honestly, you know, (laughs) I'm originally from Hawaii. And I think that's one of the things Kelly and I bonded over. So I'm originally from Hawaii, but I moved to San Diego to pursue college. And I just kind of laid roots down here. And I'm still here. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you are because you and I met in Vegas
0: at the ASTP Sunless Summit in 2020. 18 or 17 one of those years I think it was 2018 yeah and I met you and I was like wow there's somebody short like me
1: (laughs) I said wow there's someone that's actually shorter than me So that's really what initiated like the conversation.
0: And then we just started talking about Hawaii. And she has this accent that I could hear. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I can hear this accent. And I knew instantly that she was from Hawaii. And if you guys know my background, I lived in Hawaii for a couple of years and I absolutely freaking love it. My goal in life one day is to have a house out there. I don't know when that's gonna happen, but I swear it's going to happen one day because like Hawaii is just magical. That's just the way that I describe it to anybody.
1: Yes, yes. So, I'm fortunate in, in, enough to be able to go home pretty often. A lot of times work takes me back home, whether it's bodybuilding or training 10 class students. So yeah. I'm pretty fortunate. There's
0: a huge need for trainers out in Hawaii because I don't know of any trainers out there. First off, you know, Stephanie used to work out there when she lived out there, but she no longer lives there. So I know that you're going pretty soon in a couple of weeks to go train a woman and her employee for pretty much everything, like competition tanning, the beginner's course, all of the stuff. So I'm really glad that you're able to do that and hopefully I can... Vicariously live through you during that time. i you pictures. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Cool. So today, Sheree and I are going to be talking about five sunless secrets that you did not know about spray tanning. All right. Dun dun dun. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is how to stretch your solution. So if you are a mobile artist, or you are even like a salon artist, and you want to see how you can stretch out your inventory, Sheree's going to let you know right now how to do that?
1: Yes. So that's often a concern of our spray tank class students is a lot of them start off mobile and they are concerned about carrying so many different bottles. And so one of the things that I've, I've always taught them to do is, you know, you find a solution, you find a brand that you love and you can carry the lightest version and the darkest version. Mm -hmm. And you can Mix those to create a specific DHA strength that you want to achieve. So, obviously, if you've got a 14%, you have that option of doing a rapid, but let's be real. Sometimes your clients don't want a rapid, they want to go to bed right after you've tanned them, right? So, you need to have those overnight options. Maybe the 8% is just too light of a color for them. So, if you were to mix, for example, three parts of your 14% and one part of your 8%, you would end up with about a 12%. And the way you do that math is you take each part, right? 14%, 14% plus 14% plus that 8%. So you have one part of 8% to three parts of 14%. You divide that by four because we're doing four parts and you get your 12%. So now you don't have to carry... 8%, 10%, 12%, 14%. 8%, 10%, 12%, 14%. You can just carry both those ends of the spectrum and you can create those custom levels in between.
0: Right. So good. And one thing I want to mention too, is when she's saying parts, she's basically saying like 25%, 25%, 25%, 25% of your whole entire usage that you're going to have for your clients. So for example, if it's a four ounce, then that one ounce One ounce, one ounce, one
1: ounce. Exactly, exactly.
0: I hope we didn't lose anybody.
1: (laughs) I'll create a cheat sheet and you can link it.
0: Yes. So if you guys are more visual and you need to see this and you're like, whoa, Kelly and Sheree, you guys just lost me, then look in the show notes below. We'll create a link so you guys can see the little cheat sheet. Yeah. The next thing we're going to be talking about is color theory. Color theory is such a thing in the sunless industry. So, Sheree, what's your take on it?
1: I think color theory can be really complicated, but for the sake of spray tanning, we really just need to understand it from our perspective. If you can understand it more thoroughly, then that's fantastic. But to simplify it for people who are struggling with it, our goal as spray tan artists is to achieve brown, right? It might be a warm brown, it might be a cool brown, but we want to get to brown. And the way you do that is by combining your three primary colors. So red, blue, and yellow. When you combine those three colors, you get brown. So when taking our client's skin tone into consideration, someone who has really reddish, ruby skin, you would add in that yellow and blue, so a green base, to their uh, that red undertone, and that's going to give you a brown tan if you were to for example use a violet on them because they already have reddish skin they you're adding more red and blue you're not countering it with anything that's too warm like yellow that might look unnatural on them that might be too much red so you want to look at your client's skin tone and try to achieve all those colors those three colors to achieve brown so for me i have kind of a yellow cast to my skin i'm asian And if you were to tan me in a green base, that's too much yellow for me. I look unnatural. I look uh, like I was rolling around in dust, (laughs) you know? So the way that you would tan someone like myself is um, adding in that red and blue. And you could go a little heavier towards the blue and get a little bit more of a violet. And that's going to look good. Or you can go a little heavier on the red. And that's going to give you, you know, slightly more reddish base, and that's going to look good. So you want to take your client's skin color into consideration and then add in those two primary colors that are missing from their skin tone. Mm -hmm. So that's a very simplified version. And I hope this helps people better understand it. You know, it doesn't have to be too complicated.
0: Absolutely. And for those of you guys who are visual, like I said earlier, I will also put in a link so you guys can actually see this on a chart. So you can see like, what does a red, person look like, you know, or what type of drops would I use for somebody who does have like yellowish type of skin? So we'll do that for you. Now, the next thing we're going to be talking about is how to deal with sunburn, especially when you have to spray tan somebody. So for example, Cherie, she deals with a lot of athletes, a lot of competitors, a lot of dancers, people who are performing on stage. So there is no way in hell that she can turn away a client who has a sunburn. So how do you combat that?
1: Yes, so you need to learn to deal with it, right? Because you don't want them to peel, but you also have no choice but to really spray them. So looking at it from a scientific point of view, what happens to that skin? It dries out, it starts peeling and cracking. How do you prevent that is hydration and moisturizing, right? So what I typically do is I start off by prepping them or using like a slough wipe or one of those exfoliating mitts that have the Prep solution on it already, mm-hmm. and I'll have them buff away the areas that are sunburned, whether they have peeling or not, or which is potentially going to peel. I have them buff that area away. I allow that to dry. Prep spray the rest of their body. I then take a water-based lotion, so hemp's would be fine. Viva's lotion from the Veno line would work as well. I use that as well, and I have the client apply it to those burnt areas. They apply it, I let them dry again. And then from there, I tan the rest of the body and I had just kind of allow the overspray to catch any of the burnt areas. I'm not directly spraying it because one, that area is already darker than the rest of the body. It's burnt, you know? Two, we know that by adding DHA and if you have a drying solution because there's alcohol in it, that's going to further cause. Drying out, right, and cause it to peel. So, allowing just the overspray to catch the burnt areas and spraying directly, you know, over the rest of the body is going to balance out the colors and it's going to minimize the possibility of peeling. And this has worked for me for the last five years. And I haven't had, I've had so many sunburned girls. <laughs> They're all sun worshipers. They don't know what we know, right? But I've never had anybody peel after kind of taking this approach.
0: That's good. So my question now is like for that person who is already peeling and who has a lot of that going on already, how do you combat that when it comes to, because a lot of the times, like once it develops, once they shower, it's going to look uneven. It's going to look like lighter than the rest of the body, or it's just going to look weird and patchy. How do you combat that?
1: So same thing. I have them buff away as much of that as possible. And I try to avoid spraying that area as much as possible. I also would advise them if they do start peeling and it's got that really, really noticeable demarcation between that fresh peeled baby skin and, you know, the not so peeled skin, they might have to resort to body makeup at that point And Uh, Liquid Sunray sells an amazing product called Secret Weapon, and we use that on competitors to cover up tattoos. And I've also had to use it to cover up sunburn on sunburn on clients in Hawaii, like um, some of our shows in Hawaii. So that tool is amazing. um, And that's just about it. You can only at that point, you can only really camouflage it. You can't necessarily fix it.
0: Yeah, that's really good to know. I'm thinking about like brides, you know, or just people who maybe like are modeling, have a photo shoot, have some really important event to go to, and they absolutely feel like they need a spray tan. So I've had a lot of this happen, especially because you and I live closer to the beach. So we've dealt with so many people that come in with massive sunburns all over their bodies. And so I think the makeup is a really good tool because I actually have never personally use that um I try to stay out of the sun as much as possible but for those <laughs> people who actually need it that's a really good idea
1: yeah it's kind of the only saving grace at that point you know
0: Hey Sunless Sis, are you a spray tanning artist that is struggling to get more clients, keep your books filled, learn how to do and implement certain things like packages and memberships, how to create more sustainability and confidence and efficiency within your business? Girl, I know how hard it can be to be a solopreneur. I have been there before. You don't have to wear all of the hats. I really wanna help you elevate to the next level of your business head on over to freespraytanmasterclass.com so you can sign up for our 90 minute free spray tan masterclass. I can't wait to see you guys there. Awesome. So now talking about prep spray, pH balancing spray, whatever you want to call it, there's this whole conversation about prep spray and whether it actually balances out the pH levels in the skin. Can you talk on that a little bit?
1: Yes. So we can't change the pH levels of the skin. It, that is your biochemistry that can be influenced by your supplements, your medication, et cetera, et cetera. So we cannot change the pH of the skin by just applying a topical. However, what the pH or PrEP spray does, and I've tested it, is if you have any residue or product on your skin that is either too acidic or too basic, the prep spray neutralizes that. So you don't have this interference of some funky pH levels that might interfere with your processing, right? Your, your The processing of your tan. So it neutralizes that product. And from there, hopefully we're dissolving that product sufficiently to allow your DHA to penetrate your bronzers to stick. And that's really what your prep spray does is it adds hydration. It neutralizes products on your skin or maybe sweat, you know, it just kind of neutralizes all of that and hopefully dissolves any residue that's left on your skin.
0: Yeah. So for people who are listening that have the question, like, should I be using this all the time? Like you mentioned earlier, I believe it's good insurance. It's good insurance to use it on every single client. And also your clients like love these extra little VIP things that you're doing for them. Because one thing that I've heard a lot in my own business is, oh, that girl down the street never did that for me, or I've never seen sticky feet, or I've never seen a hairnet, or I've never had my hands wiped. So if you take it up a notch and you create this VIP luxury experience, your prices should reflect that. Now, you know, using this as more of an insurance rather than something that you're like, oh my gosh, you know, should I be doing it or should I not be doing it? Or is it even working? Just having that mindset of like, this is going to help no matter what. There's like no downfall to using this. Then I think that's just a great way to go into that. And the way that I've applied it is just by misting the spray on the entire body with a focus on the shins, because a lot of the times that's where the cracking happens that I see either pre or post spray tan, um, just drier skin in that area. Right. So just focusing a lot on that area. And I usually just let it air dry, but some people use a towel to just kind of dab it into the skin even more. Sheree, do you have any tips on how to apply it?
1: Um, Yeah, you could let it air dry. I've also heard of people um, wiping it. I just have my clients blend it in, just rub it in. And um, before I start spraying with solution, I make sure that they're thoroughly dry. Their chest usually takes, that's usually what they seem to miss. And that's usually what takes the longest to dry. So I always make sure that their chest is dry. But I just have them rub it in. I even spray their, their hands. If I see that it's dry and crackly, that's usually like where I see most dryness on people. They could have very beautiful, supple skin everywhere else, but maybe their hands are really dry. So I'll spray that as well, just to that hydration is going to be helpful no matter what. So like I said, it's cheap insurance and everybody needs hydration. If you're a sunless artist
0: and you're listening to this, sometimes sometimes If you don't let this dry, you'll see little white spots and typically on the chest area or like the shoulder area is where I see it. So if you're seeing white spots form, as soon as you spray tan them with a DHA and bronzer type of solution, you're going to see that it's almost like the bronzer splits. And so you'll have these like little white spots all over that you need to blend if you do see these. But in order to prevent that from happening, I believe a lot of the time it's because they have the prep spray on and they didn't thoroughly dry before you actually spray tan them with the solution. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So let's talk a little bit about green armpits. This is actually a video that you've done on our YouTube channel. So for those of you guys who have seen this, just keep on listening because uh, she might say something that's still Will get your you know thoughts going. So, what do you think about green armpits? How do they happen, and uh, how do we avoid that from happening?
1: So, anytime I hear of some sort of old wives' sunless tail, I I have to test it. So, I've tested the pH thing, and I've seen firsthand that it'll neutralize natural soap from a nine nine point five. To seven, you know, it'll neutralize it. So these things, I I test it. I don't just pull it out of a hat, you know, um, or cereal box. Um, So, same thing with the DHA, the, the armpits, right? Everyone was saying it's DHA. Some people were saying it's this or that. And I needed to know. So I tested it and I applied deodorant to a big old paper towel. And I use, I can't remember how many solutions I used, but I know I used a clear with DHA. I know I used two solutions that did not have DHA, only bronzers. One had food bronzers. The other had cosmetic bronzers. I also tested um, solutions that had food grade bronzers and DHA and cosmetic grade bronzers with DHA. Mm. And I will tell you right now, it was not the DHA that turned it brown green so for sure clear solution is a safe bet if you have like repeat offenders that absolutely insist on wearing deodorant clear solution is going to be the way to go but it certainly wasn't the DHA that was causing the green armpits
0: yes so if you guys are wondering. What causes green armpits? It is not the actual tan that is causing that. So the DHA is the actual tan that is developing onto the skin. Bronzer is something separate from that. That is basically a type of makeup or a guide for us as spray tanning artists to see where we're spray tanning. So when you spray tan somebody immediately, you see the brown. That is just makeup. So that's what she's talking about when she says bronzers. Um, So all of the bronzers created that grain effect under the arm.
1: And it was a certain type of bronzer. So yeah. So y'all have to watch
0: the video on TV.com to get the full answer. But that was a really cool video. And I actually love the fact that you have a biology background and that you were able to really test these types of things out. Um, like I was telling you earlier, we have so many different types of people in the sunless industry, but no one I know has your background. And I think it's really, really special that you are able to bring in your education and your knowledge and your curiosity into us, you know, at spray tan class, but also when we're doing things like this, like sharing stuff like that is so important because who else is going to do it,
1: (laughs) you know? And that's one of the that was the first thing that I bonded with with Viva and her husband when I when I first met them at one of the ASTPs. It was like, oh my God, I have someone to nerd out with, you know?
0: Yes. And for those of you guys who don't know who Viva is, she is the owner and founder of AYU or AU. And she is also a cosmetic chemist. So she creates all types of different products in the beauty industry. And I love her so much. She's so, so amazing. And she's actually going to be at Slay the Spray too. And I know you're going to be there. So it's just going to be a wealth of knowledge um, at that event. But also, you know, if you guys are curious about more, Cherie is so awesome. Like what you see is what you get. She never changes. She's very welcoming and super nice. So you guys can DM her. What is your Instagram handle?
1: mint underscore tens. Is that going to be changing soon since you changed your business name? Or are you going to keep it that way? No, I have a mint bronze beauty separate Instagram, and it's really just a focus on the permanent makeup. Um, But this is really, you know, sunless is really my bread and butter. Permanent makeup is something that I pursued during COVID. Mm -hmm. um, Because I'm always trying to learn and geek out on different things. So yeah. So mint tans won't be disappearing.
0: Okay. Awesome. And another thing that I want to let you guys know, if you guys are listening, you're a sunless artist and you have some questions and you want some mentorship or you want some mentoring one-on-one, um, getting all of your questions answered. We are offering this for Sheree and for Pamela, who are, uh, master trainers on our team at spray tan class. So if you guys are interested, you guys can DM any of us and let us know and we can get you guys on a call with them one-on-one for two hours answering all of your questions. I love that each of you guys have your own specialty. So for Cherie, she's just a self-proclaimed nerd who loves to deal and talk about all of these types of things when it comes to sunless science. So if you guys need anything, please reach out. Other than that, I want to thank you so much, Cherie, for doing this twice with me today. We kept it short and simple and concise. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. Love you guys a long time and we'll see you on the next episode. I am so sad that the episode is over but we can still connect even further. Head on over to Facebook and add yourself to the Beauty Business Babes Facebook group. We have 9,500 women from all around the world that are in the beauty industry. And I promise you, it's not like other Facebook groups. We are high vibe, energetic, and we are definitely there to help one another out. I can't wait to see you
1: there.